1: When you need to know what's happening, it's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaCanfora. But I got to mention that since we're talking about the AFC and the NFC South, NFC South specifically, um, with Arthur Smith, this team went to Chicago and made an egg, like literally just wet the bed. Right in the biggest, most important game where you win, you're you're inching closer to creating your own destiny at the end of the season, which I think the percentage for them to get in, I'm talking about the Falcons guys, but this is a a question that is going to be answered on on Black Monday, whether or not he's back. But there are coaches, and and this is a a general statement, there are coaches we're going to talk about in the next week, next few days, that you've seen enough. Arthur Smith is one of those individuals, Jason, where you're three years in, You're not going to have a winning season. Who cares about winning the division? Your team improved, and yet the coaching went backwards. And you see how offensively inept this team has been. There are coaches we're going to talk about where you've seen enough. And then there are situations like Ron Rivera where they just have new ownership, and you go, well, okay, they're going to move on. But Arthur Smith is one of these interesting cases where the owner may fall in love with the idea that, oh, it'll be better next year and stay the course instead of deciding to fire him. And say three years is enough. It doesn't take three years for me to see what I need to see. And so I just want to mention that because there are a lot of coaches who think they're safe right now. We're going to dive into it. I know we are. We'll get to each one of these guys. But since we're talking about the NFC South this week, if they don't show up against the Saints, I just I don't know how you stay the course. Even without this week, you should know right now where this should be.
2: I agree a hundred percent. There's people out there in the media who are trying to tell you that everything's cozy everywhere because like what else would PR guys whisper in your ear with two weeks left? I mean, they're going to tell you, oh, I think our guy's going to be all right. Like I got mean, news for you. They're often the last to know. Uh, no, I don't think, I don't think Arthur Smith was on uh, steady ground going into that game last weekend, despite what you might've read. And, uh, There's a guy in that organization, he doesn't get talked about a whole lot nationally, but you would know, uh, Carl, how uh, powerful he is. Rich McKay. Yes. And you can often tell which way the wind's blowing by who's Rich McKay behind and not behind. And, and, um, you know, he's on the NFL's competition committee, been around the league a long time, been a right-hand man for Arthur Blank. Some thought his power might be fading. Then he got the stadium built. Right, and changed the whole course of the franchise. And now he's his, he's a made man, probably as long as Arthur Blank owns that team. Agreed. Like, it, when Rich McKay is no longer going to the mat for you, you're probably cooked. And the way I hear it is, Rich McKay can't go to the mat. As much as you'd like for this hire to look good, as much as you'd like to try to justify it, yep. like the gains they've made are on the defensive side of the ball, and he hasn't had a whole lot to do with it. Like, the head coach, I mean, the. the the offense hasn't progressed. No, no player in that offense exceeded expectation. Even B. John Robinson, people are like, we should have seen more. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the, the Drake London, Kyle Pitts, they've had the occasional moment, but no, I, I don't see by any measure uh, them not making a change. I would be shocked if they don't make a change. And even some of Arthur Blank's mannerisms, him not talking to the media after that last game. Some of the things he said two weeks ago when he did talk, uh, he's not happy. He's not pleased. At the league meetings a few weeks back, people who ran into him or ran into Rich came away with the decided feeling that they're not pleased and they think it was an opportunity lost. That division has been a transition, not just their franchise. You saw the end of the the Breeze thing, then the quick end of the Brady thing that was only a couple years, right? Like Carolina's been a, bunch of buffoonery and jackassery since that crybaby bought that team right like no one's trending up during the 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 arthur smith era including the arthur smith falcons never trended up that's a problem it is a problem
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: There are more coaches to discuss. More jobs will be open. We know Black Monday next week after the season is over uh, coaches will get got. It's just part of what, what happens. Um, Philly fans are not going to like this next this next conversation because it's just what it is. Philly is fading. And I don't know if Nick Sirianni has the answers. And I'm watching this game where <laughs> they're up 21-6 on the Cardinals, okay? Jonathan Gannon comes back to the crib, <laughs> and they make a comeback. And Nick Sirianni is still trying to figure it out, Jason, And here's the other part on the other side where Jonathan Gannon was the defensive coordinator. Now he's the coach of the Cardinals. There's a guy named Matt Patricia who's calling the defensive calls now because Sirianni made that halfway through the season or, you know, a few weeks ago, I'm going to change the play calling. Anyways, Cardinals come back and they win this game. And here's the thing guys. And this is why Philly is fading. And this is why you should be concerned. One, the offense is not what it was. Two, they can't stop the run. They're giving up 31 points in, in their last six games. That is not something where you go, oh, it's a one-week deal. This is a trend that you've seen over a six-week period, Jason, where they they're not good against stopping the run. So James Conner. James Connor had 128 yards against these guys. So what the hell is gonna happen in the playoffs when you start playing teams you've talked about, whether it's the Lions. OK, or the Rams or whoever you're going to get. Yep. And they go, we're yep. going to run the ball down your throat.
2: Yeah, no, it's going to be a problem. I mean, if the Packers get in the way they're running the ball right now. Yep. Um, when you turn to Matt Patricia, you got problems, man. When when you fancy yourself a Super Bowl contender and the answer in week 15 is let's see what Patricia can do. Call plays. You might be F like you. You might not be your year uh yeah they've given up 25 points or more in five of the last six games they've given up 80 points in the last three weeks alone and again that's not um you know that's not facing the 81 san diego chargers and you know the the you know whatever the marv levy buffalo bills uh that's, played, that's That's facing some flawed offensive teams, right? The, the Giants made a quarterback change in the middle of that streak. Yep. And they still hung 25 on you at home. I, I I think, um yeah, defensively, I think that thing is broken. And I'm also hearing there's unrest offensively and that there may have been a bit of a shuffle there. Maybe not in terms of who's calling the plays, but sort of how plays are called and how many voices are involved. Like it's it's not all it's not all roses and you know creme fresh with the offensive group either, uh, but the defensive breakdown here is jarring because you you've got a bad dome team beat at home dead to rights with a big lead, and part of it was the Eagles didn't run the ball the way I thought they would in that scenario, but you let you you pointed it up the Cardinals ran themselves back into that game. <laughs>
1: they
2: did. Right? Like, how is that – how are you going to let that – like, how can that happen? Um, And now you left the door wide open for Dallas. Like, Dallas got a double gift. The refs hand them a game on Saturday night, and then the Eagles hand them a game on Sunday afternoon. Even a team like Tampa, who on the course of the year, the run game looks terrible. And you look at their year stats, and it looks terrible. There have been games where they got Rashad White going. And I'll say this. They're not afraid to run the ball and stick with it, even when it's not going incredibly well for them. Like they get for a team that's like 32nd in the league in rushing. There's more volume there than you would think. So even they could be a little bit tricky for this Eagles team. Um, I just I think they're broken defensively and I don't think they're going to fix And the offense is not that um, road grading unit of a couple years ago or the quick strike unit that we saw last year where anytime they needed a big play, play action, bomb to A.J., bomb to Devontae, bomb to the tight end. That's been in fits and starts. So, yeah, I I think the Giants, like this game is – this game opened at 41 between the Eagles and the Giants. And I'm just – I keep – Digging into the numbers thinking, am I missing something here? Like, the Giants have nothing to lose, right? And Tyrod Taylor is going to chuck the ball all over the place. Yeah. And the Eagles still need to try to win this game. Like, because Dallas might slip up in Washington and you're playing simultaneously. And the Eagles just, they they need a win. Like, they, they really need a win to go into the playoffs with some sort of confidence. I have a hard time thinking this is a defensive slog played in the teams, you know? This, to me, isn't 20 to 18, but w- what do I know? Um, I think both these teams let it sort of all hang out, and, and, and you know, they, they what? They combined for 58 points two weeks ago. So, yeah, I don't know, Carl. I, I have a hard time vouching for the Eagles right now. It's gotten uglier, and it's gotten uh, more palace drama as each week has gone on.